I see with my own naked eye. I gotta cut the cord and fall away. That instinct I can justify. And on, please. Dumois has the whole story. Did, did you it? hear what Dumois, Dumois said? Dumois. Who is it? Oh, can you believe this blind item? Dumois was on that story a long time Sunday ago. Sunday mean celeb sightings with Dumois. I just DM'd Dumois. I cannot believe what I just read about I on Dumois. I need more. I need to hear more. Hello, and welcome to Do You, the show where you'll hear all the latest in celeb gossip and special exclusives that are not shared on my Instagram or anywhere else. I'll be your guide into the world of celeb news, sightings, and secrets. I will be giving you all of the information I have on your favorite topics every week. This week, we're talking about some juicy secret celeb hookups, Joshua Jackson and Jody Turner-Smith, Taylor Swift's Girl Squad Dinner, and Kim Kardashian and Kourtney Kardashian. We're discussing all of this with talk show host, podcast host, and dating expert, Gabby Conti. Let's get started. Before we dive into the latest celebrity intel, let's talk about a different kind of drama, the kind that involves our furry co-stars, our pets. I wanted to share a message from our partner, Spot Pet Insurance, who is here to help with unexpected veterinary bills. What's that? Well, with Spot Pet Insurance, you can get up to 90% cash back on eligible vet bills. You you would need that. Yeah. Saving up to 90% on vet bills sounds fantastic. <laughs> it sure is. And get this. Spot pet insurance plans cover not only unexpected accidents and illnesses, but also offers an optional preventative care benefit. It can help with the cost of routine wellness, vaccines, and more. Is it pricey? Probably less expensive than a surprise $1,800 vet bill, and you know what that's like. It's not pretty. Just head over to spotpet.com for a free quote. Paid ad from Spot Pet Insurance, waiting periods, annual deductibles, coinsurance, benefit limits, and exclusions may apply. For all terms, visit spotpetins.com forward slash sample dash policy. Insurance plans are underwritten by either Independence, American Insurance Company, or United States Fire Insurance Company and produced by Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. Fifty high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cashed prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oliai was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she is returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Duh, Yeah. Um, that's how I'm going to start pronouncing it, Ferris, because everyone says that 
I say, do you? Okay. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. It's like supposed to be duh. You don't know your Francais. <laughs> yeah. And then last night when I was laying in bed, I started like um, doing the French alphabet in my head. Oh, can we do it? Because I was like, yeah, sure. Ready? One, Quick. two, three, go. Ah, Say, day, o, f, j. Go faster. Okay, ooh, ooh. So let's call it, yeah, so let's call it d, ooh, because that's how you're, that's the correct pronunciation of this podcast. D, ooh. D, ooh. Right. Okay. Now that we got that out of the way, today's guest is one of my favorite people who follow my account. We've been virtual social media friends for a while now. It's Gabby Conti, who's a podcast and talk show host, writer, comedian, journalist, and dating expert. Your book, 20 Guys You Date in Your 20s, is available now. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to D Ooh. Yeah, it is a pleasure. Thank you so much. I took Spanish in high school, so I can't help you out with the French. <laughs> we can but teach this you. Is, this is such an honor. I'm so I'm so happy to be here. I don't think I've ever missed a podcast. I've listened to every single episode, so I'm really oh my excited god! To be here. <laughs> I feel bad for you. God bless you. God bless you. <laughs> it's a very Seriously. informative podcast. I learn a lot. I love Ferris. Now that Ferris is here, I love your guys' is like back and forth. Like it's such a fun listen. It's like the highlight of my Thursdays. Oh my gosh, that's so thank nice. You. Thank you so much. I, 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 and thank you for saying it's informative because I've mentioned this before because it's something I'm actually like kind of proud of, but our podcast is in the news category. So whenever I go to the Apple charts to see like what number we're at, usually it's like it hovers around 50 mm. for top podcasts in the news category. It's always like, you know, I see like Rachel Maddow or like meet the press and then there's like, do you? And I'm like, <laughs> Okay, that's like kind of cool though. I've said this before. I don't. I don't know, but I think he it's loves cool. to talk about it. Gabby <laughs> loves to talk about because how it's like news. no, because it's like the only sort of pop culture podcast that I see like on the charts, and I just think it's cool because why can't this be considered? The news. Well, I mean, when I report entertainment news, you are always a source. You've been a source for me a lot with Hollywire. So, um, and because I feel like you get, you're getting information from people, whether it's correct or not all the time, but you know, you're posting what you get. And so many times you have a tip and then it turns out being verified. So. Correct. And sometimes I know that it's verified before I post it. I mean, I'm not that I'm a little more buttoned up these days. So sometimes I'll post something and then the other media outlets will follow mm. and people will be like, look, look, it's confirmed. And I want to be like, well, I already knew it was confirmed. <laughs> That's why I was so sure about it. Um, but, you know, I love that everyone sends me Everything from all over the internet. That's how I stay informed through my audience. They send me everything. They're amazing. Do, I say it every episode. I'm I love curious, them so much. Do um do like publicists or celebrities ever want to break a story through you exclusively? Or does that ever or can you speak on that? I'm just curious. Not outright. Mm. So they won't message me and say, I am 
Kylie Jenner's publicist. Can you please post <laughs> that her and Timothy are dating? No, they don't. But that being said, and Ferris and I talk about this all the time, we think that people submit emails through our email system and to try to get the word out about stuff. 100%. All the time. Yeah. And whether it be a celebrity or their team. But with that is, it's always, you know, like a crap shoot. I don't post every single email I get. I literally go through my inbox and pick and choose on what I think is interesting. So it's not guaranteed that if you submit that way that it's going to get posted. So... You know, yeah, but I do think it happens. I mean, I would I would just I guess I'm just speculating. I don't know for sure. But no, they don't come to me and say, like, we want to break this. Um, <laughs> well, you know, celebrity couple. Can you please post? Well, because they're a non. So, you know, they're not. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe they do through also through burner accounts. You know, I don't I don't know who's to well, say it's yeah, all very like, covert. Every celebrity has a Finsta or like Correct. a spam account. So, yeah, it's possible. right. Yeah. Um, okay, let's talk about your new podcast, Bad Influencer. I was lucky enough to make a cameo appearance. It was my first acting job as Demois. I just listened, so- by the way. Oh, and yay. wow, what a performance. She <laughs> nailed it. Like I was in the she studio did. when we were recording that. And it was one it was one take, first of all. You I think I'm pretty sure you did it in one take. We only had to pick up one or two lines, which like professional actors can't even do that. And it was so real. And the scene, which is so funny. So Bad Influencer is a nine-part rom-com for your ears series. It's about a girl who dreams of being a famous influencer and wakes up one day, her wishes come true, and she's caught in nonstop scandals. And in this fiction world, Dumois is a thing. You get a lot of shout outs throughout the episode. And then I love that you finally were able to make an appearance. And our influencer goes on, do you, just like I am on today, to set the record straight on a scandal and and do applause, applause. You you nailed it. Totally nailed it. Wow. Thank you so much. <laughs> I was nervous. I was nervous. I'm not going to lie. And fun fact, after I graduated college, I took a soap opera acting class in New York City. And I like had very brief aspirations to be a soap opera actress, but I sucked so bad. I was so (laughs) bad. You didn't know this first? No, I remember this. Oh, you do? Okay. (laughs) Well, I I sucked so bad. And for like the final, you had to act out a scene in front of the class and go on film. And I think I acted out a scene from like all my children or something. And it was so embarrassing and so bad that that was the end of my acting career. So I was honored that you asked me to be on Bad Influencer. Everyone should listen to it. Not because I'm on it. Because it's like, (laughs) because it's 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 fun and it's compelling and it's different. Thank you. Yeah, there's a new wave of podcasts that are doing this. It's kind of hard to sometimes explain it to people because it's not an audio book. It's very much like an audio immersive experience. Um, And Emerald Audio that produced Bad Influencer was co-founded by Jane Green, who's an 18-time New York Times bestselling author. So I got to co-create the show with her. I wrote all of the nine episodes and it was very much inspired. I wrote this in 2022. So it was very much inspired by the real influencer scams and scandals and celebrity tea that was happening at that time. But obviously I made it fiction because I don't want to get sued. (laughs) Of course. That's awesome. So you used real influencers as your inspiration because I get asked about 
a handful of influencers all the time. You know, ones that were particularly involved in scandals that we won't name names. I think that everyone knows who we're talking about. But you use these people's um, situations. I took their situations. I took their names out. There's a, specifically one scandal that uh, you will recognize uh, that now happens to our villain. Our villain's name is Eva Evolving. She's like the biggest influencer in this world. And she's dating this really hot guy named Adam. So they're Adam and Eva together. They have their own skincare line, you know, like that kind of stuff. And uh, she has a, a scandal that is inspired by because specifics has changed of a very big influencer scandal from last year. Ooh. So I'm curious if people will guess what it is. And there's also a reference to another influencer scandal. We don't name check her, but if you follow Dumois Diet Prada, you'll know exactly who we're talking about. <gasps> okay. Don't answer, but I'm guessing Danielle Bernstein and Ariel Charners. That's what I'm guessing. You don't have to answer. You're not okay, even blinking. I'm okay. not. I'm not. I won't. I won't. <laughs> yeah, <hear> I won't. <laughs> Um, based. (laughs) (laughs) when can everyone listen to bad influencer right now uh the whole series is available you can binge the whole thing like you're binging that new netflix show or movie um it's available on spotify apple podcast amazon music we also put it on youtube uh and i don't know if we could put it in the episode description so there's a show link for it but yeah you can listen to it right after you listen to this amazing podcast Okay, awesome. Yay. Well, let's let's get into the topics of the week. Ferris, what are we starting off with? Okay, let's talk about people's sexiest man alive for 2023. Okay, so somebody asked in the Q&A if I had heard who was going to be crowned people's sexiest man alive this year. And no, I haven't heard at all. Um, this is what I've heard. I've heard that there were plans for several celebrities to be potential title holders, but it all had to be shifted when the strike made most actors reluctant to participate. So the attention shifted to possible musicians slash athletes who would be viable. Mm. Now that the strike is over, the possibility is back to maybe being a actor but I feel like hello who is the most obvious candidate right now Travis Kelsey that's what I thought you yeah, were gonna say exactly <laughs> well you know when Harry? I heard when I who Harry Harry Styles yeah yeah music Harry's- okay yeah but Harry's year felt like last year you know what I mean I feel like he's kind of cooled off for a minute I feel like yeah. he's gonna come back yeah you're a little bit right there. Yeah. I can Travis see Kelsey, I feel like would be a great contender and very, you know, timely for right now. But I don't know. This person says that now now that the strike is over and, you know, I think the SAG the SAG strike, I think, is coming to an end. Gabby, you might ha- know more about that, right? Yeah, that's that's what I've heard, um, that that is happening in the next few days or so. Um, but yeah, I stand by them. I, I hope they get everything they're asking for. I'm so happy that that happened with uh, WGA. So yeah, fingers crossed for that. Right. So now that SAG might be coming to an end as well, it sounds like the initial list is, you know, they're looking at the initial list of the potential title holders. So people magazine 
is very tight-lipped about who they give this title to. And I remember one year, I think I found out who it was going to be before it was announced. But last year, I had no idea. Last year was Chris Evans. Maybe I knew the year before that. Was that Michael B. Jordan? What if it was uh, Timothy Chalamet this year? I was thinking that, Gabby. Because yeah. it would align with the pe- with the publicity for Wonka, because Wonka's coming out this uh, winter, right? And hopefully oh. the strike's over by then. So that would kind of make sense. Well, this is this is the problem, and this is what I've heard, is that they offer it to a lot of people. People don't don't accept it. Oh. Yeah, the I actor guess- has to accept it, or the celebrity has to accept it, and not everyone is willing to be plastered on the cover of a magazine with that title next to their face. So kind of a burden too to be considered that right. it probably is like how remember how Zac Efron said like how he felt the pressure to always have a six pack after doing Baywatch I feel like you have that same insecurity when you get a title like sexiest man alive like you feel like you have to maintain that not like female actresses have to deal with that on a daily basis but yeah See, I feel like right exactly for me it'd be the it would be like the opposite for me. Like if I got like sexiest woman alive, which vote for me, everybody, but like, I would feel <laughs> as if I would feel as if like, I could let myself go after that. You know what I mean? It's like, all right, <laughs> you, you peaked, you peaked. <laughs> I peaked, I peaked and now, you know, let things go. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> so crazy. Oh, okay. Wh- sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> What's what's next Blake and Taylor's dinner at Emilio's Bellotto okay somebody sent me the receipt the actual receipt I don't know how widely spread this picture is so if you've seen it like this isn't news to you but you haven't seen it I thought it was so interesting somebody sent me a picture of the receipt from Saturday night the night that Taylor Sophie Blake Lively Brittany and a bunch of other wags were at Emilio Bellotto's and I'm going to actually post the receipt for subscribers on Instagram. Sorry, everyone else. But, you know, I don't want to get anyone in trouble. Whoever took this picture, because I feel yeah. like it's a little bit of a. An invasion. What am I trying to say? Yeah, a little bit of an invasion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little bit. Well, a little bit of an invasion of probably. The restaurant's policy. Oh yeah, because did like, a I waiter mean? did a waiter take the picture? Like, I have no idea who took. I have no idea who took the picture, but it mm. is in fact a picture. Uh, guess who paid for the dinner? Taylor, right? No, Blake Lively. Oh, okay. That Buzz yeah. Betty money is like rolling in, right? Is that what her <laughs> brand? <is called? laughs> yeah. So. The total for the dinner, I don't know exactly how many girls were there. There actually is a picture floating around. One of Britney's friends posted a Polaroid. So I should have went back and counted the exact amount of guests. But the dinner came to around $4,000, which I don't think it's that that's that bad Yeah, that's for that much, many people. That's how much celebrities spend on dinner. It's a lot for me. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I actually think 12 people went because if, if you look back, do it says... 12 at 195 and right good point good point Ferris all right so let's let's read um what they had I don't know this is of interest to me I post a lot about restaurants I post a lot about celebrity orders at restaurants so when I saw this I was like oh this is like the jackpot um okay they ordered two bottles of San Pellegrino I was happy to see this on the receipt somebody had two Cosmopolitans Woo! 
<laughs> I mean, it better have been Taylor. Um, somebody had two martinis. There were two Aperol spritz. One Mitchers. What is that, Ferris? Bourbon. It's bourbon. Bourbon. Okay. One margarita. And then they they ordered the prefix menu at $195 per person. Um, but then someone got a Caesar salad, two bottles of aquapana, three orders of the polpette. Is that how you pronounce it, you think, Ferris? I, I would think so. Um, what is that? Meatballs. It's But I was looking actually at the menu. It could possibly be their spaghetti and meatball dish, but it could also just be the meatballs themselves because if you do a little mathematique it says three at 24 dollars. so that'd be like maybe they were like can we just have like three meatballs right that i makes feel sense. like that like tracks that's a lot of money for three meatballs but i guess <laughs> i mean yeah well can, i'm italian american you could make like three dozen meatballs for that amount of money easily same girl, maybe same. more yeah <laughs> My grandmother. Um, (laughs) um, Two orders of the a la bolognese with tagliatelle. That's like just bolognese. Um, One bottle of the Brunello Casa Raya. Do you think that's how you pronounce it, Ferris? I think so. Ria? Okay. Ria, yeah. Ria? That is is a (laughs) bottle of red wine. No, that's a different. No, yeah, that's not. It's a bottle of red wine, right, mm-hmm. Ferris? Yes, yes. And then one bottle of the Gavi Odo Soldi. Oh, which is a bottle of white wine. I love a Gavi. They're the best. It's my favorite. One of my favorite white wines. And Cosmo. Really? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's no. a great. Ooh, that, good to know. It's good, for, it's good. Every time you go to an Italian restaurant, I feel like the Gavi to Gavi is always a good choice for a white wine. And then obviously like a Chianti or what they got goes really well with Italian food. That's always my go tos. Good to know. Yeah. Good to know. Good to know. <laughs> so the total came to $3,938.60. Blake left a tip of $500. For a grand total of $4,438.60. Blake Elander Lively, it says on the credit card receipt. I I, I want to know how she got stuck with the check. I, I It's just like of all people, like it just seems really odd because this was Taylor's thing. The wags were there. Blake was there, I would assume, because Taylor said, do you want to come to dinner? But then she was nice enough to say, let me pick up the check. You you know what a move I do sometimes? Because when dealing with people splitting the check, it's such a headache. And also, if I want to go home and not deal with like an hour of people figuring it out, sometimes I'll put down my card and then I'll have everyone Venmo me. I don't think yes. celebrities do that. Because no, it's I don't, easier. I don't it's like easier with were... one. It's easier with one yeah. card. But I'm also sure like Taylor... And Blake's relationship, because they've been friends for so long, it's probably very much like, I'll get this one, you get the next one kind of thing. That's so, what I was thinking, Gabby. Yeah. yeah. It, and it's just easier because like, and, and Blake strikes me as someone who like just wanted to get home after the dinner, you know? Right. She has four kids. She has yeah. to get up early in the morning. Right. Correct. Can I also add, look at this. Okay. Like, bravo, Blake, Ellender Lively. The tip was $735.50. She tipped an additional 
hundred dollars. Oh. oh, okay. Sorry, I totally missed that. When I was looking at it, for some reason, I read tip is tax. You're right. So she tipped an extra five hundred dollars. The tip was included, which restaurants often do with large parties. So the tip was included, and then she tipped an extra five hundred dollars. Blake Alander, lively way to go. We, we salute love you. A big tipper. What a queen. <laughs> we, what a queen. No, seriously though, we love we love a big tipper. Um, spread the wealth. I don't know. I thought that was interesting. I'm sorry if I butchered any of these Italian names, but I did the best I can. I'll post the receipt to um, subscribers. If you want to be a Demois subscriber, you can go to our bio. I'm a subscriber. I totally recommend you it. You are? 10 out of 10. I love it. Like it's the best, however, $2.99 a month or whatever it is. It's like the best money you spent. I love getting that info firsthand. <laughs> oh my God. Thank you for the endorsement. Yeah, I, I, a really good endorsement. I try. Yeah. I try really hard to stay connected to the subscribers because I do realize that people are paying for content. So I often put things there and I've said this before that I don't feel comfortable posting on the main feed just because I know it'll cause a lot of backlash. And to me, the subscribers are kind of like a secret little club. Mm-hmm. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. It I feels mean, like when you first started and there was only a, yes. uh, like a couple of thousands of us. Yes. I love that. It's a, safe, <laughs> it's a safe place for me. It's a yeah. safe place. So that's why I like posting there. You know, there have been, you know, posts and information that have leaked from from the subscriber content, and that's fine. But for the most part, I think most people, you know, they keep it within the confines of what I post to subscribers. So I really appreciate that. Thank you to everyone who subscribes. I love you guys. And I also love the non-subscribers, too. I don't want to be pick favorite children. I love everybody. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just like full of love today, I guess. Okay. Ferris. Okay. What's next? I don't know what that speech just was, but. (laughs) (laughs) Why? I'm over here. We're not in the same room today, guys. I'm over here holding my hand over my mouth, trying not to just bust out laughing. I don't know. It just was like. Why? Why can't I be positive about my audience? I don't know. It was, it was, they're cute. really nice. People no, write are. me nice love, things every day. I, I know. I, I love, I love your readers. They're awesome. They're very okay. encouraging. They are. They are. They are. Okay. Number three. When you look at bags of dog food, you see pictures of bright carrots and juicy steaks. But when you open the bag, all you get are burnt, smelly pellets. Dog food needs some fresh thinking. Eating processed food for every meal isn't healthy. Dogs will eat anything. Just because they'll eat it, does it mean it's healthy food? This is why I love Farmer's Dog. It's real, fresh, healthy food with whole meat and veggies gently cooked in human-grade kitchens to preserve their nutritional value. Just tell them about your dog and they'll deliver personalized, vet-developed recipes for as little as $2 a day. Meals arrive in pre-portioned, ready-to-serve packs, conveniently delivered on your schedule. Dog people all across the country have ordered millions of meals from the farmer's dog. It's never been easier to invest in your dog's health with fresh food. We have partnered with Farmer's Dog for a while and have stayed loyal because of the farmer's dog commitment to quality always. 
Get 50% off your first box of fresh, healthy food at thefarmersdog.com slash D-E-U-X-U. That's 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash do you. This is kind of like a bummer topic, guys. This is celeb divorces of this year so far. And the year's not even over yet. We're like rolling into Q4. We probably have a few more coming up. All right. So hit us hit us with some celeb divorces that have already been announced. Okay. So these are ones, these are like the, the main ones. We've got obviously Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas, Jeremy Allen White and Addison Timlin, Hugh Jackman and Deborah Lee Jackman, Britney Spears and Sam Asghari, Sophia Bush and Grant Hughes, Ariana Grande and Dalton Gomez, Sophia Vergara and Joe Manginello, Kyle Richards and Mauricio Mansky. Wow, Jesus. I'm going to keep it's, going. There's, it's it's just more. turned October. It's literally, I'm telling you. Three more months. <laughs> exactly. Kevin Costner and Christine Baumgartner, Reese Witherspoon and Jim Toff, and Jody Turner-Smith and Joshua Jackson just yesterday. Wow. Right. We'll get into that in a little bit. But I just received a tip like this morning. Somebody was messaging me about something else and then they slipped this in. And I was like, oh, my goodness. Can I repeat this? Um, This person says there have been a lot of celebs seeking divorce advice from Laura Wasser. If you don't know, Laura is a very, very well-known divorce attorney in California. This person says, Celebs have been seeking advice recently from her who aren't public yet, meaning the split isn't public, nor the divorce is public yet. So I asked them to give me an example and they did. I don't. Oh, God, I like people get so mad because I like tease, but I don't say I I can't say who it is, but it's a very well-known couple. He is a comedian and actor. She is an actress. Lovely couple. They have kids. He went to go see Laura for divorce advice. And I was kind of shocked. But at this point, after you rattled off that long list, like nothing shocking. But I don't know. Do you guys have a guess? If you have a guess, I'll say. Adam Sandler. But you said actress wife. The wife is an actress too. The wife is the wife is an actress. She's been in a bunch of rom coms. Um, And he is a comedian actor. I guess I could say they're both not American. Oh, because okay. my brain, uh, Colin Jost and Scarlett Johansson came up first. No. But I don't think they have yeah, kids. No. And yeah, that's not they right. They do. They have they, they do. have they have a son. Yeah, you wouldn't call her a rom-com actress at all. No, um, I would call her like an A list, A plus list actress. Yeah. So I would say this couple is more like B list, but very well known, like mm-hmm. very well known. Oh, oh, I think uh, is it? No, is it is Dak Shepard and um, Kristen Bell? No, they're both not American. Oh, not American. Yeah. So who will be next? We don't know. We'll have to just wait it out. How many more months are left in the year? Three more months. Three. I can't imagine Well, if there I, will even be another announcement. There, I, I would say look at the couples that got together around like 2018, 2019 and the couples that went through the pandemic together because I feel like now things are changing for a lot of those couples. I mean, the thing that Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas and then Joshua Jackson and his now ex-wife have in common is those were both pretty like quick relationships. And I feel like those relationships are more likely to lead to divorce and like 
I guess tis the season, like end of year, it's like a great time to get divorced. <laughs> yeah. Call. It's just, it's, it's also really sad to me when there are children involved. Like yeah, I get super, super sad about it. Um, but let's talk a little bit about Josh and Jody. First of all, huge Joshua Jackson fan. I think I've named him several times as my celebrity crush. Oh. <laughs> Jody Turner Smith, wonderful actress. They made a gorgeous couple. They do have a child together. So this is very unfortunate. But back in September of 2022, I received a tip that they were living separate lives. And I'll get into that, but I want to read a blind item that I posted on September 22nd, 2022. I said, this very attractive B-list acting couple have been estranged for a couple months now. They recently stopped following each other on Instagram. The public distance comes amidst a PR campaign they are doing for a big brand showcasing their togetherness. Note that wife's BFF has also unfollowed husband and vice versa. So there was some Instagram unfollowing in the fall of 2022. Shortly after I posted this, they started following each other again. So I don't know if they have people looking at the account, my account, I mean, um, to see what the public is saying. And then they were like, oh, shit, you know, people noticed that we've unfollowed each other. Maybe we need to follow each other again. Since last September, my source had told me that they were renting a house together in Los Angeles, but he also has a house in Topanga Canyon. I don't know how far, Gabby, how far is Topanga Canyon from Los Angeles? Uh, so or is Topanga, it in Los Angeles? It's Well, it's technically a part of Los Angeles. Topanga Canyon is kind of like above Malibu. And Los Angeles is interesting because you could call like where I live. It's technically Los Angeles. I'm right by the Grove. But then also like you could say like parts of Santa Monica, like West L.A. also says Los Angeles. Parts of West Hollywood says Los Angeles. And that's like all over. But it would be to, it's probably about like it could be anywhere from like 30 minutes to an hour, depending on where in Los Angeles they're referring to. Okay, so this person says it's when the traffic is heavy, it's two hours away from L.A. That makes sense because getting into Malibu and like getting going up, that that makes a lot of sense that Topanga could be two hours in bad traffic. It's probably like an hour and a half on like a good day, maybe hour 15 on a good day. Okay, so this person was telling me that in September, the whole point is, is that when she was staying at this house in Topanga Canyon, he wasn't there. He wouldn't stay there when she was there. Um, mm -hmm. This person goes on to say they don't think that they were fighting, but they're kind of just living separately. So, you know, this estrangement has been going on for a while. And then I think what happened also, you guys might remember, there were like some very staged paparazzi pictures of them walking out of, I think it was Nobu and then maybe another restaurant holding hands. It was just like a very odd move for both mm -hmm. of them. Um mm -hmm. Because they don't, you know, Joshua Jackson doesn't really like pose for paparazzi and Jodie Turner Smith. I feel like, you know, if you get her, you get her. But she, a, an another one who's not like thirsty for the paparazzi. So it was really, really odd. But I think that they had, like I had stated last September, some brand deals together. I know they had one for J. Crew and Motorola. Mm. So maybe they had to fulfill those contracts. 
that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And yeah, probably something happened in September and they also, and but also weren't they recently photographed together looking like really happy? And wasn't she also wearing her ring recently still, like still wearing her wedding ring? She still is wearing her wedding ring. I don't know why. I think some people just like to wear their wedding rings. Like I had a yeah. friend who was divorced years ago and sometimes she'll pop on a ring. Well, it's their ring, their diamond. Right. Might as well oh, flaunt it. Um, All right. <laughs> but maybe they also kind of have like a friendship and that's what makes it kind of like the that's why we were seeing the back and forth. And who knows, maybe like in September, they actually decided not to be romantic anymore. And then like now a year later, they're like, well, let's divorce so we can move on with their lives. But that might be why they seem so like amicable together now. Right, right, right. I have heard that Joshua Jackson is one to slide into the DMs mm. of Yay. young and beautiful. Tasty. <laughs> young and beautiful women on Instagram. Now, I'm not saying that there was cheating involved, but if there was an estrangement for over a year, you know. Mm-hmm. You got to get you got to get yours somewhere. Well, there's always something right like there's a deal breaker in every relationship. There's something that you can't move past. And I think that something happened in September that they were trying to work on. And that's why they didn't announce it. But like today, they're like, you know, they gave it a year and they're like, we can't make it work. Right, right, right. I actually have posted and received a couple of spicy stories about Joshua Jackson. Ooh. Most Notably, there is one. I'm not going to read the whole message. People have asked me to repost it in the past every time I bring it up. So I did pull it up because I wanted to quote it, but I'm not going to read the whole message because it's long. But basically, the gist is that this model, I will say she's a model, very beautiful woman, met Joshua on Raya. And they met up one night at a Golden Globes after party at Sunset Tower. And she went back to his house and she said she was in a gown, so he gave her sweatpants to change into. I feel like the OGs will definitely remember this message. I, rem- I remember this one. <laughs> Wait, I want to tell you guys, if you guys read my book, Anon, please, I think it was this message that initiated, like, the flirting between me and Ollie. If you guys know my book, Ooh. Ollie is, like, the love interest. So when I first posted this message, he texted me and he was like that Joshua Jackson message. And I was like, yeah, it's hot. Right. And he was like, yeah, hot. Anyway, I'll read you the hot part. Thank you, Joshua Jackson for, you know, bringing me and Ollie together on a different level, because that's like what this is. This message is what like kind of Ferris is like so quiet right now. She's not saying a word. She doesn't one word. She she doesn't approve. She doesn't doesn't ship you guys. No, she do-, do you ship us, Ferris? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Just, no. No. That's a no. No. That's a no. Wow. No. Okay. All right. Back to Joshua Jackson's sexy time. Um, This person says, anyway, I was in a full gown, so I got changed into a sweatpants, hung my dress up in Diane Kruger's wardrobe with all of her things because they had just split and she wasn't fully moved out. We had drinks and just talked all night. I wanted to go get something out of my purse upstairs and he was walking with me. And because his sweats were too big on me, my pants were falling down. Then he just bent me over on the stairs and we fucked. 
And my God, it was so great. We had sex all night. It was fabulous. In the morning, it was raining. He had to go to a meeting and told me to stay in bed and sleep and he'd be back. I got up and had a shower. And the whole time, any little noise, I was like, holy fuck, Diane Kruger has come home and I'm in her bed. I was so stressed. Somehow I got back to sleep. I woke up and he came through the bedroom door and we just started having sex again all morning. And it was so good. Anyways, I left in his sweatpants carrying my gown and shoes and hair extensions. And I still have his sweatpants to this day. Ooh, what a story. It reads almost like fan fiction. (laughs) It does. It's not fan fiction, though. I believe you. It sounds too real also. Yeah. It was submitted on Instagram in a DM during quarantine. See, people had a lot more time during quarantine. So I would get like these long DMs where people would explain these stories and like what happened in detail. Now I don't get that as much because I think people are busier, but everyone was home and bored during quarantine. So I think that's when I got this. I sent you so many of those (laughs) during quarantine. Right? But am I right? Like everyone was home and you were just bored. So you had the time to like, yeah. Oh, let Um, me remember this thing from 2007. (laughs) Exactly. That's how the account started. about this? Do. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like they need to tell somebody. Right. I can't and tell my I husband. wanted to hear about it. Right. <laughs> no, that is so good. That's exactly yeah. how the account started. Everyone was like, yeah, what happened in 2002? Oh, this. Let me write it to do. And like I would post <laughs> it and people loved reading it. They were um, great. Anyway, yeah. this was this was one of those OG stories. I mean, I just it's one of my favorites. So anytime Joshua Jackson's name comes up, the image of him having sex on a staircase. Now that's uh, in my pops. brain, too. Thank you for yeah, that. You're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome, everyone. Um, anyways, back to Joshua and Jody Turner Smith. Yeah, I think this was a long time coming. I wasn't surprised. I didn't know that she had filed for divorce. I didn't get a heads up on that, but I wasn't surprised. And I think that the relationship just sort of, you know, timed out for whatever reason. I don't think it had to do with any specific incident. If there was cheating along the course of the relationship, I don't think that was the reason, you know, for the split. So did you ever say they were in an open relationship or am I mixing that up with someone else? I haven't heard they were in an open relationship, but it wouldn't surprise me if, Like I said, I had heard that he had slid into the DMs of people on Instagram, not really during the course of their marriage, more in the beginning of their relationship. Mm. So, you know, like I said, there couldn't maybe there was no cheating like during the course of the marriage. Maybe it happened like before they were actually married. He got with other people and then maybe this past year it had happened, but no, I, I had never heard they were in an open relationship. I might be mixing that. That's on me. I'm probably mixing it up with some other like star. Right. <laughs> right. Um, okay. Ferris, what is next on the docket? Tea on celeb hookups that were never made public. Here on Do You, we do not like misleading info. That's why I do my best to be transparent with the most up-to-date intel on all of your favorite celebs. You can trust that I will never intentionally dupe you. Sadly, in life, we do have to deal with a lot of sneaky terms, annoying bill hikes, and exorbitant fees that we did not anticipate. We call that yada yada. 
Here on Do You, we do not like yada yada. Now, you could spend all of your time combing through contracts, or you could just skip the hassle and go with a trusted brand like Metro by T-Mobile, helping you to get ahead and not pull you back. That's right. You don't take yada yada from life, so don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. Never settle for less. I know I never do. And now that I don't have to worry about sneaky yada yada, I have time to dedicate my time to making the best content for you guys. Stop by one of over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide. Ferris, what do you think one of the biggest health challenges? Oh, for sure, weight management. Exactly. Yo-yo dieting, losing weight, putting it back on. Trying the latest fad, it not working. Exactly. Feeling like a failure. Feeling like a failure is the worst feeling when it comes to weight loss. And then getting discouraged. What if I told you I knew of something that could help with this? I would 100% want to know. The Roe Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. That's amazing. And I love how it's over a year. That's so important for sustainability. Exactly. The slow weight loss. The slow burn. (laughs) Over 200,000 people have already chosen Roe to help them lose weight. Roe Body Program members have support throughout the process. Roe's partner handles all of the insurance paperwork to help get medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to their provider on demand for any questions. You can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. This means no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting room. That sounds amazing, especially for parents not having to... Yeah. Leave home. Or people that work. Yeah. Having to get that appointment. How convenient. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year, like I said, with healthy lifestyle changes. It's important to note that you do have to pair both. Um, BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to row.co slash do. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash D-E-U-X. Okay, this is so good. Some genius in the Q&A yesterday asked for tea on celeb hookups that were never made public. And I was reading through some of these this morning and I was like, whoa, I had never heard of this. So let's just rattle off. You guys can tell me if maybe you, you've you heard and I hadn't heard about them before, but some of them were new to me. Um, okay, Mary-Kate Olsen and Kanye West. I think I have oh. known about that one. I didn't. Yeah, me neither. Okay. Jennifer Aniston and Gerard Butler also had heard of that one. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Somebody said KP and Gerard Butler. Do you guys have any idea who KP could be? KP. KP. No, right? Like a Katy Perry? Katy Perry. That would make sense because he kind of like reminds me of Orlando Bloom and like a yeah, weird, like a like a 
Oh. Orlando Bloom in a bold font is how I would describe him. You oh, know? that's a good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. Um, somebody says Zoe Deutsch and Jared Leto. Never heard of that one. Wow. Nope. Yeah, me neither. Uh, John Mayer and Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. I feel yes. like I heard that. Yeah. And also. Really? Yeah. And also similar like um, Jessica Simpson vibes. I feel like. Yeah. I feel like I definitely heard that. I'd never heard of that. Uh, George Clooney and Eva Longoria. No, no, but I could see it. Same, same. <laughs> Good couple. Probably in her Desperate Housewives fame, right? Mm-hmm. When he was a playboy yeah. with the pig. <laughs> Olivia Munn and JT. I'm assuming JT is Justin yes. Timberlake. Timberlake. Nope. Yeah. No, I never heard that. But again, could see that. Somebody claims, I don't know how reliable this is, that Timothy Chalamet and Selena Gomez, when they filmed the Woody Allen movie, Oh, I think I heard that too. And I would I, yeah. I would believe that. I would definitely believe that. Same. Yeah. Taylor Hansen and Michelle Branch. <laughs> what? 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 They were were they around to the same era? The Hansons yeah. were a couple were a couple of years before Michelle Branch, right? Or no? Yeah. It was around yeah. Yeah, That's, they were before. Yeah, but I mean, again, yeah, they were that could happen. <laughs> Wait, all I picture when I hear Michelle Branch is the music video of her on the piano. Like, isn't she like in a truck, like or in a car, and the piano is like, she's That's like Vanessa Carlton. The- Vanessa Carlton. They're so oh. similar. It's I know what you're thinking. Yeah, I, I- <laughs> yeah. Never mind. No, you're thinking of making my way downtown. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> they came out like <laughs> like months apart. Those two singers, like I think, probably yeah, from so Super good. Years. What yeah. a great, so, what a great era. What a time. What a what time a to be time. alive. What a time to be alive. <laughs> so so good. Um, Britney Spears and Ben Affleck. I knew that one. I did not know that one. Yeah, me neither. But could see it. <laughs> Leave Schreiber and Tony Collette. No, interesting. Yeah, I never heard that. Never heard that one either. Another person for Timothy Chalamet and Selena Gomez. I mean, that sounds like just a rumor. I don't know how reliable it is. I like feel Taylor, like I saw them. I saw that. I saw that movie, and I think didn't they date in the movie, or am I making yeah, that up? I think so. Yeah. So, but I mean, sometimes like you, you've even said that when they play like romantic interests in movies, sometimes that also happens like off screen, mm-hmm. and then right. it's like it's like it could be a, it could have been a showmance. Right. I'm 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 big on the showmances. People like to say that the showmances are PR. I don't think they are. I think that people genuinely hook up on set. And then if it spills over into the time when the, you know, series or film is done filming, um, that it's because it started on set. Right. You know like what I'm the, saying? Yeah. Like Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde. Like that was, exactly. a de- that was a decision to like continue it. As right. Exactly. Yeah. And then people love to say, well, it's PR. It's PR. Well, no, yeah, it's not PR. Yeah. It started on set because it was two people filming together. M- you know, most of the time it's two people playing love interests. Yeah. Hooking up and then they can blame it on like method acting. It's like a good. Right. It's a good no, that's a thing. Piece. That's a thing. He trusted um, his director so much. <laughs> so much. They just had to do it. <laughs> Okay, Kelly Cuoco and David Spade oh. during Eight Simple Rules. A- absolutely hmm. not. Oh, yeah. I can see that. Zoe Deutsch and James Franco. Also, I heard James Franco and Emma Watson, which I've posted oh. about before. Yeah, I can I see, I see. Both of those. Yeah, same. Um, somebody says Rihanna and Travis Scott. Is that known? I didn't oh. know that. I, I feel like I saw a headline about that recently. And I also, yeah, I feel like 
May- yeah, because the, wouldn't that explain also wouldn't that explain the car Jenner like kind of like how Rihanna doesn't mess with the car Jenner yes. yeah absolutely yeah. that would I talked about that. that on a podcast episode I just don't mm-hmm. think that she likes them I don't know if it has to do with any men mm. that they, that they've shared um okay somebody says a friend slept with ASAP Rocky in 2012 and he kept on talking about his Lana Del Rey hookups <laughs> Wait, wait, as he was hooking up with as this, girl? this other person, I guess so. The other person Bizarre. looked like Lana Del Rey. I, or he was just name dropping. <laughs> no, I, I, I like that couple. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I love me ASAP and Rihanna, but in 2012, ASAP mm-hmm. and Lana, like that's, that's hot. Like, yeah. Peak. That's like right when she like came out with all those with her first album, right? 2012. Right. Flower, Flower Crown. I think era. so. Um, Olivia Wilde and Ron Livingston on the set of Drinking Buddies 10 years ago. Again, here we go on set. On mm-hmm. set. I definitely feel sure. like I've heard of that, that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, this person says Lindsay Lohan lost her virginity to Ashton Kutcher after she filmed Punked. I've heard I heard about it firsthand. Do you remember and- the list that she had? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I feel like that was on the list maybe. Oh, wait, I don't go- remember this list. Tell me the okay, list. Okay, so basically, it's actually pretty sad. She wrote a list of all the men in Hollywood. I mean, they were all celebrities that she has slept with while she was in rehab, and someone took a picture of it and sold it to the tabloids. Oh, so my sad. gosh. What? The way we yeah. treated celebrities in the early aughts is, like, not okay. Oh, wreck. that's oh. bad. Yeah. No, like, I, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't even post that list. Like, maybe Mm-mm. I would write, like, a blind item based off of the most interesting person on the list, but <laughs> it was wild. And Ashton Kutcher was on the list. He was, for right? Anyone who yeah. was wondering. Yes, he was. Mm-hmm. And it's T, because um, she also dated, didn't she also date Wilmer Valderrama? Or am I, or am yeah, I making that yeah. up? Oh, yeah. She dated Wilder Valderrama. That's who I thought she actually had her first, like, you know, sexual relationship with, but. That was Man- Mandy Moore Ashton. had Mandy Moore had her first relationship with Wilmer and Wilmer went on like Howard Stern or something like that and like said that and it was so gross. Ew. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, okay, Harry Styles and Sienna Miller. It happened years ago, but it still happened. I could see that one hundred percent. Same. Um, this person says Suki Waterhouse and Taryn Egerton. That oh. I didn't know. I didn't know yeah, that either. I didn't know that either, but I, I could totally see that. Um, Kiefer Sutherland and Eva Longoria. Again, Eva. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Good good for her. <laughs> Ewan McGregor and Nicole Kidman fell in love filming Moulin Rouge. Oh, I mean, I, that that chemistry is fire. So, yes, of course they did. Mm-hmm. Method acting. <laughs> right. Lana Del Rey and The Weeknd. Two of his songs played before she came on stage sorry guys the person didn't finish their thought but again kind of a hot couple lana Mm -hmm. um leo and margot robbie i've talked about that yep yep uh nick kroll and lake bell he was in love with her she left him for jason sudeikis Mm -hmm. i also heard lake bell had a thing with sean avery and also, whatever happened with Lake Bell and Chris Rock, they kind oh. of just like fizzled out. Yeah. That was last year, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Well. Amy Amy Poehler and Adam Scott. From like Parks and Rec. Days. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Let me see. Let me see who sent it. I don't know how reliable this is. This, this person maybe is just like a fan 
and and is putting them together. Jessica Simpson and Ben Affleck, I believe that as well. I'd never heard that. That's interesting. Yeah, that is interesting, but I totally buy that. Taylor Hansen and Michelle Branch. Again, I guess it was a thing. Oh. oh, I think actually Jessica referenced dating an actor and she did that she didn't name in her book. I wonder if that was Ben Affleck. No, I think that it was uh, Mark Wahlberg. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that was later, not by her, but I had heard that it was later mm. confirmed to be Mark Wahlberg. Ben Affleck and Blake Lively during the town. That is well known. Yeah. I don't know if you guys had heard yeah. that. I, yeah, I, I, knew, like, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that's like pretty well known. Vanessa Williams and Michael Jordan. He wouldn't leave his first wife. She rebounded to Rick Fox. Ooh. I could see that. Mm. Interesting. Um, Nick Kroll and Amy Poehler. That's uh, wait. That was that was news. People knew that. Yeah. Oh, they yeah. did. They were like an official. They were like a couple. <laughs> oh, they were. I had never heard of that. It as was a couple. after. Yeah. It was. I mean, maybe because I'm more in like the. I know more of the, the comedy stuff, but it was. Um, after her divorce from Will Arnett, he was like the first guy that she like. Oh was wow, with, I never like, knew that. With, okay, publicly with. Yeah. Okay. Um, Michael, Sarah, and Aubrey Plaza. Yeah, that makes I sense. I feel like I've heard of yeah heard of that one. Uh, here's Lake Bell again, Jason Sudeikis and Lake Bell, which wasn't made very public, but I, a lot of people knew about their relationship. Like I've I've received messages about those two, which is hmm. weird because it was it was never made public. This person says Killian Murphy and Sienna Miller allegedly. Hmm. Huh. Uh, but how, I don't know how long he's been married. I think a long time because we, we just talked about him recently and I feel yeah. like I was looking some things up and I think he's been married for quite a while. Um, Jessica Alba and Hugh Dancy. Hugh Dancy is now married to Claire Danes. Mm -hmm. Taylor Swift and Alexander Skarsgård. I've heard this rumor before. I have heard you guys it too. Heard it? Yeah, I've heard that also. Yeah. Yeah. I have and just remember thinking this is so bizarre. Really? I think yeah. it's hot. We got to add him to that height, the height of all Taylor's exes. I, I love yeah. seeing that. Yeah. <laughs> um, this person says Bill Clinton and Sharon Stone a long time ago while he was married, of course. I believe mm -hmm. that. One. I yeah, believe that sure. Too. Yeah. Juno Temple and Justin Timberlake happened at an East Village bar in New York City. Hmm. I believe that, too, because I see who sent it to me and I know that person. Um, Anna DeArmas and Keanu Reeves. Hmm. interesting <laughs> i like how you guys but wait are like, hmm. hasn't, hasn't keanu been with his partner for a while or is that a newer relationship i think it's like about two maybe three years old okay yeah that would make sense. That, yeah. that times out yeah uh this person says charlie pooth and victoria justice oh uh, yeah that makes sense yeah right same, same circle yeah Okay, Ariana Grande and Chris Brown, literally a hookup, nothing serious, and was years ago. You know, I've heard a lot of people who have hooked up with Chris Brown, and I think they probably want to keep that on the DL. <laughs> Under wraps, yeah. There's, on there's purpose. an influencer who's, like, talking about Chris Brown, like, being in her DMs and has been, like, posting about it a lot. Uh, I think it's, like, the Mion twins. They're, like, TikTok. One of, the, one of them. They're, like, TikTokers. I feel like I saw that on a T page recently. Mm. I believe it. Yeah. I always say celebs use Instagram like a dating app. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Justin Bieber and Bella Porch. Bella oh, yeah. Porch, I think, is a um, 
Do you know who she is, Gabby? She's a TikToker, Yeah, she's right? also a TikToker and a musician. And I think some of her music, like she, she's the reason why like all the other TikTokers have music careers because she, she was like one of the first ones to do it and her music did very well. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Right. Well, I don't, I don't know if this is true, Justin Bieber, because he's been married for a while. So that could just be a rumor. And the yeah. last one, Bobby Flay and Giada. I've heard that. One. I love have that. You- I hope that's true. <laughs> have you guys I hope heard they, that I hope they I made like a that. snack after. <laughs> 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 and she pronounced mozzarella and bruschetta the way she does. I hope so. Totally. <laughs> um, okay. And, and that's it. I don't know. I really like enjoyed reading those. Thank you guys for that submitting. Was so fun. Them. Yeah, thank you. That was entertaining. <laughs> okay. Ferris, what do we have to, to round out today's episode? Uh, talking about Courtney Kardashian Barker and Kim Kardashian's feud. Okay. So if you guys aren't watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians, I believe last week's episode, there was a very tense phone call between Kim and Courtney, where at the end, Courtney literally says to Kim, You are a witch. I hate you, which is pretty harsh, I would say. And I've seen some TikToks circulating that the tension between Kim and Courtney derives from the fact that Travis Barker was in love with Kim Kardashian many years ago. And if you guys don't know, Travis Barker has known the Kardashians for many, many years. And it is rumored that him and Kim have hooked up. Now, when him and Courtney first started dating, that rumor resurfaced. And I remember the Kardashian, you know, communications team was really quick to put that rumor out. I don't think it was for any other reason because they didn't want to take away from Travis and Courtney's relationship, right? Like Courtney finally found the one. She was going to marry this guy. Everyone was happy for her. You know, Scott was out of her life. So I just want to say that I know for a fact, actually, that this feud between Kim and Courtney, first of all, yes, it's very re- real. I've heard that in real life, like they're not really speaking. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with the fact that Travis might have had a crush on Kim Kardashian 10 years ago. That is not the reason why they they are feuding. There is a lot that's going on behind the scenes that the Kardashians don't talk about. And I had heard that Kim is now annoyed because the spin on all this is about how in this feud that played out on the show, Kim is mostly wrong and Courtney is right. So it's kind of driving Kim crazy that what really is going on, like really what is the butt of their feud is not made public, if that makes sense. I know I'm being vague. I know that. I'm no, like that- explaining this in a convoluted way, but you know, I'm not going to talk about what Travis Barker's issues are. That mm-hmm. is like, you know, his private personal business. But I heard that that is what is at the root of this tension. It has nothing to do with all these TikToks circulating that Travis is in love with Kim. That is not it. Well, and then also we have to keep in mind that all the Car Jenners have editing rights on the Kardashians. So, you know, Courtney might have wanted to edit something out and Kim might have wanted to edit something out, which is why we're not getting the full story. 
Um, and I, I think this is something that goes back to when they were children. I mean, my, my mom and her sister have a similar age gap as to Kim and court and Courtney, and they like go, they don't talk to each other for like 10 years, sometimes for years, because like, it's more, my mom is like mad about stuff that happened like 10, 10, 20, 30 years ago. It's just like, they always will have this tension. And I feel like that's kind of similar with Kim and Courtney. Yeah, I I actually yeah, I agree. I said the same thing to somebody because everyone's the reason I'm even bringing this up because everyone is DMing me like, did you see this TikTok? Like, is this true? Is Travis in love with Kim? And I'm like, you guys like, no, you know, like and I just said to someone exactly what you said. I think that this goes back to their childhood because you could tell also by the way that they're speaking that this isn't, you know, something so simple and such surface as like Travis had a you know, crush on Kim. One of my sources did tell me, quote, the family feels like Courtney still turned around and picked an unnecessary fight with Kim for the sake of a plot line. They are all really fed up, but especially Kim. So, and I just want to say like, I'm not like team Courtney or team Kim in this. I think it's always really sad when a family is fighting. Um, but I mean, this is what is going on behind the scenes. It's nothing to do with what you guys are seeing on TikTok. The reason I don't believe that, that Courtney would try to start some sort of a storyline is because Courtney doesn't care enough, you know, like well, she- or, or that's what she wants everyone to think. Mm, I guess, guess. <laughs> maybe, but then that that's been going on then for over 10 years for her, because I just, I feel like she's never cared enough. Like she's just been so aloof really about everything. And that's been, the, if you think about their fight history, that's been the crux, the crux of so many of their arguments in the past that Courtney doesn't want to be involved as much and wants to focus on other things. So I don't know. I don't, I don't believe that, but she might not want to be involved as much because it's just like triggering for her to be in these situations where yeah. they're repeating the patterns from their childhood. Right. Um, and and also like you think about it, she's the older sister. So probably growing up, Kim idolized her and then Kim mm. eclipsed her in fame and popularity. And so much of keeping up with the Kardashians and the Kardashians is all about Kim. It's kind of like the Marsha, 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 like, you know, even mm-hmm. though even though Courtney's the older sister. So like after a while, probably Courtney was like, I don't feel like being involved in a show where I am not even like I'm like a side character and it's it's it has my family name. I mean, that I'm just speculating. That's how I would feel if I was Courtney. Well, I yeah. did hear that this tension, this family tension did come to a head, you know, at the peak of Travis and Courtney's relationship. So I do think it does have something to do with Travis. I'm not saying he's a bad guy. You know, I don't think that he is rude to the other family members and that's why they don't like him. I think that there's something going on with Travis, with Courtney and Travis that maybe the family doesn't agree with. And it's something that won't be a storyline. It's something that's going on behind the scenes. Um, And it's something that should be kept private. Yeah. But I don't think, you know, I just I, I want to put a squash to the rumors that it has to do with like Travis secretly being in love with Kim because I think that's ridiculous. Yeah, that I think would be that's a, that's a whole 
a, a insane conspiracy theory. You guys know how I feel about conspiracy theories. It reminds me of like when there was like a meme once. It's like, if we dated in high school, no, we didn't. You're a childhood friend. Like, I feel like that is like the Travis yeah. and Kim relationship. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it feels like it happened so long ago that it's not even something that's like in the foreground. I think it's more about Kim and Courtney's relationship and maybe how the dynamic has changed yes. now that she's married. Yes. And has a exactly. whole other family. It's not just her kids, like also the merging of the Barkers. Like, and then also like she must be like pulled in multiple directions and probably Kim is feeling neglected or the family's feeling neglected. I feel like that's more of what the root of the drama could be. I agree with that. Maybe. A lot of moving maybe. parts. Well, I do think there are a lot of moving parts and I think that no one has nailed down what those parts are. I haven't seen any theories that have been accurate to what exactly is going on. Um, but it's like I said, it's sad. I, I, I loved it. I loved it when everyone was friends. I loved it when like Kim, Chloe and Courtney were like the trio. And I loved it when Chloe and Courtney, you know, would have their little antics. Like I loved it. Oh, in the store. Oh, yeah, they need to maybe, bring that back. They, yeah, they totally. Episodes, they they right? need to. They need to bring Dash back and um, like sell good actually, American, sell Skims. You know, they could yes. like sell all the brands and then also add new and up and coming designers. They should Wait, do that. That's kind of genius, Gabby. That is I didn't, a great idea. I, I worked. I worked that. retail for ten years. I'm happy that this experience can help out the car <laughs> finally paying off. That's, That's a great cool. idea. I, I do like that a lot. Can you imagine like a one-stop shop for all Kardashian? It would be ge- they should do it. I'll no, take because- my 5%, Chris. <laughs> yeah. Skims and Good American are two great brands. I actually just are. bought my first piece of Good American this summer. And I was like, wow, this is like. What would you get? I got a pair of cargo pants. Cute. I love that. I love that you're, of course, Ferris. What would you get? Like you're so nosy. Got to know what I got. Ugh. <laughs> gotta know what it? i can got. i have it can i borrow it exactly exactly and then <laughs> next the time grinch. you come I'll over like grinch you know like no. exactly when you're not home i'll sneak into your closet no exactly like it. i know exactly where this is going next time you come over you're gonna be like show me those good american cargo pants <laughs> no i'll be I like kn- i'll be like oh do you have a pair of cargo pants that i really need to borrow them <laughs> borrow borrow it for a costume ferris oh, oh, <laughs> yeah Anyway. Um, okay, first, was that the last topic of the day? That's all. Okay. Well, Gabby, it has been lovely having you. Thank you for joining us. Tell everyone again how they could listen to Bad Influencer. Yeah. So Bad Influencer is available now wherever you listen to podcasts, Spotify, Apple, Amazon Music, also YouTube. Uh, so binge the entire nine episode series. Uh, and I hope you guys like it. I mean, Do is amazing. I really I feel like you're going to just really love her cameo so much. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. I thought I did like a subpar job. So thank you so much for saying I did. You okay. haven't heard. That you haven't nice. heard it yet. Right. You haven't heard the edit I yet. did. I, I heard a clip of it. OK. Okay, I thought I thought you sounded great. It felt very okay, real. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. This has been a production of Cadence 13, an Odyssey studio. New episodes of Do You will air every Thursday. See you next week.